Good afternoon and good morning, everyone. My name is Andrea Dix. I'm the president of Community Foundations of Canada. And for the next few weeks, I have the honor of being the host of Shifting Power, our very own Communities for Gender Equality podcast. Throughout the series, you'll hear from change makers across Canada who are actively shifting power and accelerating gender equality. Today, I'm sitting in my home, which is in Ottawa, the unceded, unsurrendered territory of the Algonquin Anishinaabe Nation. So today, I am so delighted to welcome our first guest. Well, actually guests. We have two. Um, Michelle Friesen is the co-founder of Lead As You Are, and she is joined by her very sweet son today. Michelle is the first Indigenous woman to be a counsellor at the White Horse City Council. She's also a new mom. Thank you so much, Michelle, for joining me today to chat about this amazing program. Let's start with a very easy question. How are you today? Doing great. Yeah, I've got my son Theodore here with me. So if you hear him uh, chime in, then he's got a lot to say these days. He's our leader in training. <laughs> I love it. Generation. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, we're doing really good and just excited to be here and, and talk a bit about the project and gender equality and, and what it means to me and my community. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I'm so glad that you're both joining us today. So I'd like to jump right in and hear a little bit more about Lead As You Are. For our listeners, this program empowers all individuals, no matter their age, to step into leadership roles, whether that's in politics or in other spaces in their lives. Lead As You Are has been doing this by holding conferences and creating moments of mentorship. So Michelle, this sounds amazing. I'd love to know what was your inspiration for this project? You know, I think my inspiration kind of started just with my own experiences. Um, I was approached to run in an election and I was so shocked that <laughs> somebody, you know, wanted me. And I, I think for me, I just at that time didn't see myself like as a politician or or as a leader per se, you know, like mm -hmm. I think that image that we sometimes have of politicians and people in leadership is someone who like maybe wears a suit or has a lot of money or comes from um, like a higher education or, or some things like that, you know? And so all it took was that one person coming to me and changing the way that I viewed leadership and changing the way that I viewed the things that I was already doing in the community and, and to see that that work that was happening was making a huge impact, was making a difference. And like all of those qualities that I have as a person are actually the things that we should be looking for in our leadership. And so I really wanted to inspire other people to see that in themselves, the way that I'd been inspired, because I felt like I wasn't alone in that view. Uh, I love that. I love how you were explaining that a leader can be anyone. And it's not this image that perhaps society has put forward that we've been conditioned to believe, but it's what we have inside. And it's the difference that we want to make in our community or in the world. 
Um, so how does it feel now? How does it feel talking to a young girl, a woman, or a person in your community who has participated in this life-changing program, Lead As You Are, that you created? Well, I think, um, especially with youth, with the young people, Mm-hmm. They're already so inspiring and they're already doing such amazing things. And I tell the youth all the time that even though I'm a little bit older, <laughs> I still really look up to them because they're just like standing up in ways that like we haven't really seen before. And, um, you know, they're coming out and like standing up for each other and supporting their friends and protesting and like coming to speak to people who are holding those positions of power about things that are important to them, like inclusivity and diversity and climate change. And so I think like already they're doing all of these amazing things, Mm -hmm. but if Lead As You Are can help even just one person realize the impact that they are having by just being themselves Mm -hmm. and by just following their passions and doing those things, then, um, then I feel proud. I feel inspired. I feel just really privileged to have this opportunity and that so many people have been willing to share this space and their experiences to empower and lift up others and very grateful. Amazing. And and maybe a program like Lead As You Are and the people who are part of it are going to change the world for Theodore. So that when he's exactly. your age, when he's my age, the world is fundamentally different. And mm-hmm. we're not talking about accelerating gender equality. We're not talking about how we have to intentionally acknowledge that leaders can be anywhere and everyone mm-hmm. because it's just how the world works. So has your vision for this program, for Lead As You Are, has it shifted since you joined council? That's a pretty big shift in your own life. <laughs> um, does the future look a little bit different? Does the program look a little bit different um, with your own leadership growing and shifting? I've definitely experienced a lot of personal growth since joining council and just gaining those new experiences that I can then share with others. Um, um, my, I guess like the first election that I ran in was a territorial election. And that was the one that kind of inspired me to do this project. Um, and then I volunteered on a federal election. And so then it just kind of made sense <laughs> to get some experience in municipal politics as well to share to share those lessons learned and, and things like that. So um, yeah, it was definitely an honor to be elected. Um, and after I had put my name forward, someone had mentioned to me, um, you know, I, I I think it's been like a really long time since an Indigenous person has been on city council. And I was surprised by that, especially where we live in the North, because there's, um, you know, a lot of focus on the First Nation culture and history here. And and I feel like in most spaces, we do a pretty good job of trying to um, include that representation. And so, yeah, I was really shocked um, to find out that it had actually been close to 30 years since we've had an Indigenous representation on City Council. And it was the first time an Indigenous woman had been serving on, on City Council. And so, 
one of the struggles for me was then feeling like a lot of pressure mm-hmm. uh, about that and um, worrying like, am I going to always get it right? Or am I going to be expected to know everything? Because I definitely don't. And I think um, it's important to remember that no one person is going to be able to represent an entire group of people, you know, and the best I can do is just connect with community and connect with elders and show up and do, do my best. And so um, I think the personal growth is something that I will want to incorporate some somehow and just like talking about how you know showing up as best you can and just um a reminder that that's what it means to be a leader and that being a leader means always learning and that that definition that we each hold for being a leader is always going to be changing and I think that's one of my favorite things about leadership is that you are always learning and that it it means something different to you day day to day and um, I think too, being on the other side now, it has really helped me in thinking about how I want to share information and just make politics more, um, and that information just more accessible and easier to understand or, um, like there's a lot of intricacies <laughs> and it's been a year since I've been elected to city council. And I feel like just now I'm starting to get my footing, you know, after a year, and and we're finally seeing some of these processes for a second time. So it's a lot. And I think that's important for people to remember, you don't need to know know it all, you don't need to be an expert. And yeah, just showing up and Mm -hmm. creating those ongoing mentorship opportunities. Absolutely. And, you know, to the name of the project, lead as you are, and that you are always evolving and growing and becoming a leader in different ways. Um, Thank you, Michelle, so much to you and to Theodore for sharing some of your story with us today and for helping us understand a little bit more about your experience and the incredible work that you are doing. Lead as you are was a recipient of the Fund for Gender Equality. This fund is a five-year initiative to advance gender equality in Canada that was developed by Community Foundations of Canada and the Equality Fund with support from the federal government of Canada. The Shifting Power podcast was created by Community Foundations of Canada to share the stories of a handful of the many amazing projects like this one happening from coast to coast to coast who are working towards an equitable future. We'd like to give a special note of gratitude to the community foundations who helped bring this podcast to life. To hear more stories from changemakers like Michelle and Theodore, please visit communityfoundations.ca. Thank you for listening. Have an incredible day and keep shifting power in your communities like Michelle.